Hello, everyone. We're going to be doing uh, starting our lab now. And um, uh, just want to say a shout out to a few people I haven't already shouted out to. Robin in the side there. Um, Phil Campbell's going to be here. He's just going to be just give me a little bit of assistance if I need it because I haven't got a co-host tonight. So it's going to be interesting. You'll notice as well that we've got an open seat at the moment. Um, we will be opening everything up. I'm just going to lock that for the time being so we can just get on with the main part of the presentation. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through and show you a simple uh, Ada marketing funnel for a Udemy course. We'll discuss how some of the things we need to do on that. And then we're going to open that up. So we're going to be talking about Udemy and external marketing funnels. What we're particularly looking at here, we're not discussing internal, we're not discussing coupon codes, we're not discussing, you know, free courses. What we're discussing is how we set up our online marketing to drive traffic to a digital product like a Udemy course. And it's a really simple system we teach, the ADA system. So uh, we want to we get in uh, and start on that. So I think what I'll start with is explaining where ADA come from. ADA is, if you're in the copywriting world, you know what ADA is. It's um, It basically just stands for attention, interest, desire, action. And it was born in the late 19th century. So this is something that's, you know, been around for a long time in uh and you can see here we've got the, let me just scroll out a little bit so you can see all of them. So we've got the attention, interest, desire, content. Now, I know if you're on a mobile, it's going to be hard to see that mini screen share. Apologize for that. But it's about as good as it's going to get on Blab, I'm afraid. Um, so late 19th century, the idea of ADA started to be formed. And what, what this particular, I can't remember the guy's name, but this particular advertiser, a bit of a genius with copywriting, and he realized that there was a buyer journey that someone went through. And there were phases to that buyer journey. And this is the same for every type of purchase. It doesn't change. And it's a four-step process. Now, there are different variations of this model. People add in extra letters and, and argue about it. But we're just going to use this model. And it's, it's ADA. And so this was used in magazine print. This was a standard for throughout the uh, 20th century. And it's used in magazine print. But what we've done at SME here is we've taken this concept and we've actually turned it into, uh, we've, we've adapted it to online marketing and changed it and for that. So this is what we're going to be teaching you, really simple ADA marketing system. Now, what I am going to do quickly is I'm going to get you a link to, just bear with me one second, because I am doing this uh, on the fly here. I'll get you a link to uh, a page where you can actually view this while we are live. If you're on a desktop or you've got a second mobile device. So what I'm going to do is share this link. And that's got the notes I'm using. Now, what's also going to be interesting is when I finish this uh, hangout, it's got the mind map and the notes. And you can actually download the PDF on this page. So let me just share that into the side. If you go to this, uh, that's it. Thank you, George. Um, is named the the guy who was uh, originally responsible. Uh, did that work? One second. Yep. Let's put that. So I'm just going to pop the link in there. So if you go to that page, open up another tab, and while we're going through this uh, 
uh, mini webinar. We're going to use Blab for a very small mini webinar, opened uh, webinar. If you go to that tab, you're going to get a page uh, with my notes on what we're going to be discussing, what we're looking at, so you can follow the diagram better than you can in the Blab here. So that was that was the you know that's the philosophy is. There's a certain process that people go through when they make a purchase. And if we understand that process and we match that to our online marketing, we're working with people and we can create a marketing funnel that actually works. Now, I want to want to just clarify what a marketing funnel is right at the beginning. A lot of people think a marketing funnel and they 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 teach marketing funnels this way is a way to get everybody in and sell them something. What a good marketing funnel does, it brings the right people in and squeezes the wrong people out. So by the time you get to the point of sale, you've got the right person. You're asking for the sale. So I've just seen Cynthia asking, how are you sharing the screen? We'll talk about that later, but I'm using a little program called Expert Broadcaster. I said people would ask, they'd wonder, how are you doing that? Um, so I'm using a little program called Expert Broadcaster, which is a live feed, which basically takes... Uh, uh, a feed from a, a separate PC, which I've got running, and outputs that as a webcam. So I can actually then add it as a seat as a webcam. Very simple, not as complicated as sound. So that's that's you know what we're going to be showing is coming back to the subject. We're going to be looking at this ADA process and how we can make a really simple marketing funnel from the ADA. So go to the um, link. Uh, Phil, thanks for that. He shared a short link as well. So um, click on that if you want the short link. And that's going to take you to a page where you can sign up for my newsletter and download the PDF of this. Um, also, I've got an advanced Udemy course. You can actually buy it straight on the page as a special offer there. So check that out. But what we want to do is get into this like, mini course and see if we can just in sort of 10, 15 minutes, take you through the basics of an ADA marketing funnel. So what we're going to do is as we uh, look down, we've got attention content, internet content, desire content, and action content. So the first thing we're going to have when someone buys something is we're going to, they're going to get their attention. And the way I describe it is like this. A young, young lady, she walks down the, the shopping street, and she sees in the window a dress. It catches her eye. They've caught her attention because they've stuck the dress in the window. Now, notice she hasn't gone in the shop. She hasn't bought it. She hasn't tried it on. They've just got her attention. And with marketing, the very first step we have to do is get someone's attention. Now, say the young girl's now seen that dress. And then she looks down and she sees it's 25 pounds. And she knows she's got 25 pounds of disposable income. And she really likes the dress. Now she's interested. So she's moved into the interest phase, and that takes her into the shop. Now she's in the shop. She gets the dress. She goes into the dressing room. She tries it on. And desire starts to build because she looks, and she really likes the way it fits. So she tries it on, and she thinks, yeah, I'm going to have it. And then she goes into the action phase, and she goes to the till, and she buys. Every single transaction, although it might have different points of contact, will follow that simple psychological process. And if you can grasp that, your online marketing will change overnight. Now, so what we've got here is we now need to take those principles 
and applying them to something like a digital product like Udemy course. Now, you don't have, it doesn't have to be a Udemy course. You can apply this to anything you're selling online. Anything, if it's a service or a product, same principle. So the first thing we, we would do in this scenario is we would take the attention. So we would get someone's attention maybe with a social media post. Now, this attention content, its sole purpose is to point to interest content. So you might be here tonight because you see me put out some attention content. I put an, uh, some invites out and I said, come and check this out. And you said, oh, that looks interesting. See, now you're all in the interest phase. Now you're looking because I put some out of social media that drew you to the main, uh, to the interest content. So then if we then go and have a look, the next step someone's going to come into, it's a little bit tricky, so bear with me because uh, I've got a slight delay on the second computer and uh, blab. So the next thing we've got is once we've done this, once we've got that, we move them to the interest content stage. So that's where you are now. You're in a blab. You're in a hangout. You're in a webinar. You're reading a blog. You're, in, you're starting to go from action to interest now. Things are starting to really deepen in terms of the commitment you're willing to make to what I'm sharing. So this is where you are right now in a marketing funnel. Now, I've already pointed you to some desire content. I've already said there's a PDF, go and grab this, sign up so you can see this in action. I've already pointed to that. And, you know, if you want the PDF for this, you've got to give me your email. Now, I could have put a stronger one in there. We'll talk about that. But the point is we're moving people down the process all the time. So now, so then let's just say now you decide, wow, this is fantastic, Mark. I, I want the PDF. I'd like to keep that. PDFs are really good. By the way, people like to have PDFs that they can keep. Um, but I need to exchange my newsletter, uh, my email, for the PDF. So now we're, we're deepening the transaction. We're going to come back to that in a moment. But now you've seen the hangout. You're thinking, yeah, I'd really like or, you know, you might want my Udemy tips newsletter where I share content there first before I share anywhere else, some tips and tricks on Lex Udemy stuff. And what I'm doing with my interest content right now is I'm pointing you to my desire content. Now, the desire content is behind a newsletter wall. Once you have your on my newsletter list, we've moved into the desire phase. So what content might we have in the desire phase? We might have a newsletter. We might have a free course. But we're going to have something that, that keeps going over a period of time. And, we'll, and the reason we want it to go over a period of time is desire content is really, really, really interesting because attention content can be quite quick. Interest content can be quite quick. Well, you could sit here now, listen to the uh, this this mini webinar on Blab for about you know half an hour or an hour, and you've that's quite you've you've committed. But then, if you drop into my email list, I'm going to keep communicating with you over time. I'm going to give you valuable, desirable content all the time, but I'm going to keep pointing to something very specific. And I tend to do it in a very soft fashion, a very soft way. I don't do a hard sell. But now we're going to point to action content and we're going to sweeten those action content with high value propositions. So now maybe you've been in my newsletter list, maybe you've been in it for three months and all of a sudden one day you go, I'm going to get that course or I bring out a new course and you buy that course. Now you're in my action content. 
And that is essentially how an online ADA marketing funnel works. Now, I'm just going to navigate to another page. Bear with me here, guys, because I just need to bring something else up. Um, need to bring my notes up. And if you're on the web page, you will see my notes I'm about to use. So I do recommend you go to that link. So let's just go to the Udemy Tips blog. Now, the other thing is, guys, if you're interested in doing Blab marketing, watch what I'm doing here, because when this Blab's finished, you know where it's going, it's going on this page. So when I've finished the content I've used from this webinar, even the Blab itself goes on that page with the audio file. And now we're going to have, I'm going to add a bit of text, spice it up a little bit, get it in those search engines, and we're good to go. And we've got some long tail content. Just a little side note there. So the, one of the first things we need to understand is the content type. So attention content, what we've got. Attention content, we social media posts, community posts, really like quick content. Interest content tends to be deeper. So this is where we want to deepen someone's interest. So it's going to be blogs or it's going to be a YouTube video. It's going to be a hangout. It's going to be a blab. Anywhere where the content is a little bit deeper. And then desired content, it could be a free course. It could be a newsletter, something that extends over a period of time. And then the action content in this instance is the Udemy course. Now, I can't scroll this across, unfortunately, to show you the other part of this page. But what I can do, if I'm clever is I can take the whole page and move it across a little bit. Yes. Now, when we're building a marketing funnel, and I'm flying through this, guys. You ask me questions in a minute when I open the seats up, yeah? When we're flying through, uh, when we go through the content creation flow, this is really, really important. When we build an ADA marketing funnel, we work in reverse. So we create our action content, which was our Udemy course. We create our desire content, which could be a free course behind a newsletter sign-up. It could be an automated email. Uh, it could be a regular newsletter. And then once we've got that in place, we create the interest content. So now I've got all my, my website set up and everything. So now I'm going to hold a blab or a hangout, or I'm going to do a YouTube video, or I'm going to do a blog. Once we've done that, what we can actually do is create the action content, which is what you saw today, which is why you're here. So you know it works because you're watching. So this is how we would build that, that ADA flow in reverse. But what I want to do as well is I just want to talk, go through some notes. What you have to do, the first point we've already covered, ADA maps a biopsychological buying journey. But the second point is we have to deepen your proposition value as people move down the, of, down the flow. To take someone from action to interest is quite easy. Then to take them from interest to desire is quite hard. It's the hardest step because the desire phase is behind a newsletter sign-up. Each step of the journey, we're asking for a higher transaction value from the person, so we have to offer more to get them to carry on and continue down the uh, Udemy marketing funnel, the Ada marketing funnel. So we're going to get more commitment to content, so the value has to increase as we move people down. So what we're basically saying to people is, 
hey, the better stuff's behind the wall. Hey, the better stuff's in the course. All the time we're saying, this is something, I'm going to give you some more if you come here. This is something, I'm going to give you some more. It's Hansel and Gretel marketing. Eventually, we get them to the gingerbread house, okay? And that's how an Ada external marketing funnel essentially works. So as you can see now, if you go on that page itself, you're going to see I've got some offers on there. You can buy my Udemy marketing funnel training for $9. Let's put that on there just for this. So if you're interested, go and grab that. But you'll see now I've also put the Udemy Ada marketing PDF. So I've put that on there. So if you want this, you can get it. And you can, I'm telling you exactly what I'm doing. You can understand what I'm doing as you go through this process. You're seeing it happen live. So I'm hoping it's really helping you to understand how this works. And that, guys, is in essence how the ADA marketing funnel works. You want to take someone from attention to interest to desire to action. Now, what most Udemy instructors do is they do the right thing. They start in reverse. They build the action content, and they never get a sale. Why? Because they don't build the desire content. They don't build the interest content. They'll do attention content but this is what they all do and you know 90 percent of the time 99 percent of the time unless they've got a marketing background what they will do they'll go from attention to sale attention to action and that's you've just tried to skip someone through that buying process it's like expecting that woman as she's walking down the road to see the dress in the window and to walk in and pay for it without looking at the price and without trying it on. And we have to understand the buyer's journey. So this is where most people and they say, oh, I don't know how to do marketing. I don't know. You have to build your marketing funnel. You have to build those levels of content. And once you've done that, you're golden. Because as long as your product's good, as long as you're offering really high value all the way through that marketing funnel, the right people come to you and they will want to buy from you. The other thing that Ada Marketing Funnel does is it actually educates someone to your expertise. Now, when someone comes to buy from you, they have to know, like, and trust you. We've all heard those sayings if we've been around marketing at all. But people say people buy from people. People don't buy from people. That's a misconception. People buy from people with authority. Now, if they perceive you've got authority around the subject that you're um, selling or the product you're selling, they'll buy it from you. You wouldn't go to a lawnmower shop for your loaf of bread. You know, you'll go to you'll go to your supermarket or your baker because you know they know what bread is. People buy from people with authority. So it's really, really, really important that as we take we build this aid of funnel, what we realize, what happens in reverse is we educate people about our expertise. By the time he gets to the place where they're ready to buy, and I say, here's my here's my course for $9 on how to do a marketing funnel, by the time I've already, I've either persuaded them, that's for them, or they've looked at me and said, you know, don't like your shirt, or you haven't got a clue what you're talking about, and kick you out. So that's, you know, that's the way we need to think. People will not buy your course from you if they don't know who you are and they don't know anything about you. So an Ada marketing funnel is designed to communicate that. And that's why they move through the funnel and that's why they buy from you. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to take a deep breath because I think I said that about breathing the whole section. 
Um, and we're going to just, I'm going to take off the screen share. Um, and we will look at some questions. We're also going to open up the seats. So what we're going to do is Phil's going to stay with me, but anyone else, if you want to jump in, it's a hot seat. So what we're going to do is jump in to either answer a question or to ask a question. But we'd ask that you, uh, there's at least one seat spare at all times so people can jump in and out. Um, or if there is all full, that we don't hold it closed for too long. So shall I go back to the first couple of questions? Because I wrote them down like a good little boy that I am. <laughs> yep. Okay, so the first one was from Patrick, and he said, uh, does the attention part only work when you have a large audience? Because if I have hardly any social followers, so I presume he means if I've only got a small amount of people following me, does that attention part only work when I've got a lot of people? That's part of building up the, um, the funnel. That's why you have to build that. So that's why people give up and they get discouraged. But there's lots of different ways to place um like the hot seat's open now guys anyone wants to jump in and ask a question there's lots of different ways to place the top of your funnel now social media is not the only place there can be communities forums you go and engage in what some people do actually pay for the top of the funnel don't get to pay for facebook ads that's top of funnel marketing you can use blabs you can get out there but what it is you just got to get started but where you place the top of your funnel is often the key to success. And this is why you don't share coupons in groups where, you know, nobody's really interested in what you share and you don't share, you know, a bread making course in internet marketing forums, you know, cause you're not gonna get that. So where the top of a funnel is, is really important. And there's different ways you can do that and build that up. You've got YouTube videos, which is interest content, but you do have to get out there and you do have to start connecting to people. It's like having a shop on the high street if you don't want to put it on the high street, then it's going to be really, really difficult, um, you know, for people to find you. You've got to have that shop window on the high street. It's almost like saying, I've got a shop window. I'm going to paint it black. Will that work? No. You know, you have to get out there and, and connect with the people that you are an expert and you're communicating with. At the end of the day, you're trying to connect with people that are students. Now, a little tip here, we're not talking about internal Udemy funnels, but if you, just a little tip for a Udemy internal funnel, if you've got an area of expertise and you've got three or four courses in one area, do a free course. That's a great top of the funnel marketing tip right there. So even if you haven't got a following, you can do that. But we're talking about external, which is where we really want to build a business anyway. Thank you. So do we have another question, Phil? Yeah, just just to add to that, I think from an authority point of view that, that you were trying to really hammer home early on, when I first got on Twitter in 2006, nobody knew what my interests were. And so I kind of put out quite a lot that I was into video streaming and video stuff. And gradually what happened to Twitter for me is that after two or three years, instead of me looking for content, content was looking for me, as in people were sending me, me links back saying, Phil, have you seen this video site? What do you think of this video site? Asking my opinion on it, if it will stay around or if it will disappear. So I think people need to know that you what you're into. You can't just like put loads of courses up and expect people to be into what you do. Like you literally have to work it over years and years and years. It builds up gradually that people see your consistency, not just your authority, but your consistency of messaging, which I think is hugely important in a ever-changing landscape of social media these days. Um, another question was from Good Creative Academy. She said, can a free Udemy course serve as helping with the attention, interest and desire parts, as well as the idea 
of uh, free samples if the free content is good. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just saying, if you've got a free, if you've got a free course, that's attention content. You know, people are coming in. You're going to get. We've talked about it in some of the OV community hangouts. Um, you're going to get people coming in, and they get to see a free course. Well, you just expose them to your expertise. It's a great way. Remember, in a Udemy course last lecture, you can put a link to a paid course in the last lecture only. So you've got you've got a funnel link out there. Now, you might say, well, not many people get to the last lecture in the Udemy course. They don't bother. But the people that are really interested will. And they're the people you want in your funnel anyway. And I do this and I get sales from it. You know, so I know it works. Um, you know, I get sales on a regular basis from this, you know, that, that last lecture. So, you know, that is a prime example of using Udemy, putting your top of your marketing funnel inside Udemy for that thing. But when you do the free course, make sure it's good enough to be a paid course, um, not just an upsell. You actually want it to deliver beginning introductory value. Should be that that for every course, really, shouldn't it? I mean, uh, whatever you put online as as training or course material, I would have thought has to have value. Otherwise, you're just going to be called out on it. You know, literally, and also feedback into it as well. I think if you've done a course and it, and and you think it's a little bit weak, ask the question on Twitter. I think that should be part of your strategy on a day to day, weekly basis. That you say, I put this out. Did I go through enough? Do you want me to go into more detail? Because people won't ask, mm -hmm. but we we mm -hmm. kind of have to ask that question as well. I think. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any more questions there, Phil? No, I'm pretty good. I mean, I, I'm literally watching probably about 10 people on Udemy at the minute who are doing courses, and you were one of the guys. So I thought it'd be interesting to come and see it on Blab. Cool, cool. Um, so Peak11, um, Scott said, Scott Duffy said, that's not always true, Mark. I'm not sure what you're referring to there, Scott. So um, if you want to jump into the hot seat and just bring that up, that's fine. Remember, guys, open seat, jump in, have a chat, ask some questions. Um, that's, that's Scott himself. So, uh... Hey, young man, how you doing? I'm good. Now, this is the, the part of the show where we figure out why my audio doesn't sound any good, right? No, no you're it good. sounds okay. It's fine. It's fine. Is it my uh, – I don't know. You sound good, Scott. <laughs> No, I see. So, I see you, you wanted to. You wanted to clarify something. Yeah. Um, you said that um, people won't buy from you if they don't know you, and obviously that's um, sometimes true, right? You you have to sort of warm people up. There is a there is a, a segment of the population that needs uh, a long intro before they'll commit, but. Um, like I, I do way less marketing than you. You have a, a, a funnel. I am funnelless essentially, and uh, and somehow every day uh, dozens of people are buying my courses. So mm -hmm. I think the alternative to people knowing you is to having a product that's exactly what they need, and then they won't care who you are. It's like I I need this so. Uh, that was my, that's not I think always you, true. I, think you're talking about, just, I mean, I think you're talking um, about a certain kind of market. That it was that. Yeah. Country, really, I think. Don't you not think, Mark? Yeah, now what it is, is, you know, I understand what Scott's saying, but w the other side of that, Scott, when someone comes to your course, yeah, they see people's reviews. So mm -hmm. what they're actually doing is they're actually saying, you can know, like, and trust Scott. So now we're moving into the realm of social proof, which I didn't yeah. express in that thing. So what can happen is you've got personal authority, which you can directly 
broadcast. And then coming in after that is the social proof that generates, which is other people then telling everyone, which is even better. That's absolutely you know, yeah, you know, says is you know, I say, yeah, I'm great. If Scott says, oh, Mark's great, you know, people <laughs> listen to that. Are you with me? Yeah. So, so the same principle applies, but it's just taken one step removed. Right. And that's that's why, for instance, when you've got a course that's got no reviews, as you know, it's it's very difficult to sell that course. You know, you're trying to create some social proof around that because nobody's telling anybody how good that course is. Now, there is instances, like I've had this, where I had to buy some adapters for my um, equipment that were £200 each if I bought the first party, but I bought third-party Chinese versions mm -hmm. for £40 each. There's no reviews on them, but the value exchange was so high. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need four of them. It was £160 or something like £800. It was like, I've got to try these. Do you know what I mean? Because this well, is like my equipment budget. And this Anyways, is yeah. the great thing about Udemy with their with their sales, right? The $10 sales or $15 sales. People go in there thinking, I need to learn Facebook ads. And they, they find a course on Facebook ads. And the difference in price between buy now or wait until, you know, if they did their time to investigate, it's just, uh, you know, it would, so I guess my only, my only point is sometimes I believe it only takes people 60 seconds or two minutes to decide to buy my course. And I don't know why that is, but I don't seem to have to really warm people up. Uh, but you're right, the social proof, I have the best course on the topic on Udemy. I started out with no competitors and now I've got uh, six or seven competitors, but I'm still way miles ahead of them. So it's just uh, all more competitors, the better, as far as I'm concerned. So I'm working on, I'm, I'm working on my TOGAF course right now. I just need to take yours, Scott. Copy it. Yeah, <laughs> bring it on. No programming experience whatsoever, but don't worry, I'm there. No, you're right. There I'm is be doing a funnel course after this lab. <laughs> <laughs> there will be some, <laughs> um, but. You know, it's it's a it's a valid point. There are impulse purchases, and they seem to break the mold, don't they? They are. You know, people just come along and they buy a course. Oh. But I think at some point they've gone through some type of Ada funnel. It's very rare. You'll it's very rare. I'd, I'll buy anything that's completely impulse driven, um, and I don't like marketing that drives that either. I, I like people to be intelligent about what they're buying from me. But you're right. There are always exceptions. There's yeah. always exceptions. Well, there's a promo video, and there's like you said, the reviews. I mean, people go, they can, they can, it looks good. Mm -hmm. And then there's the refund, right? So there's like no risk. There's, it looks yeah. good. It's exactly what I'm looking for. Dun, 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 check all the boxes. So yeah, um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. So thank good. you, Scott. Yeah, right. Um, okay. Can you put this in an example of a product that band, brand that does Ada really well, Peak 11, um, Amazon, Udemy. Uh, Udemy do this really well. By the way, what they do is your free courses that you create to drive some traffic to you, that's their leading. So they get all these people coming on to Udemy to get all the free courses. Now they're on there. Now they get their email. Now they can sell to them on a regular basis. So uh, have we got any other questions, Phil? I can see we've got quite a few people dropped uh, in. A bunch of people just put some up at the top there. Mainly we got onto Cake and Funnels, which was hilarious, actually, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I tell, I've got a I've got a quick question for you about yes, marketing. apart from marketing. For me, I I've been on the internet for a very long time, so market, trying to market to me is very difficult because I'm kind mm -hmm. of moving off grid. So like, I, there's not a lot of Facebook data that they can sort of glean from me and use it in that way. 
Um, and for me, legacy is important for me. So pe people who've been around for a while who are going to be around for the next five, 10 years. So I'm not, I'm not an impulse buyer either. I don't go on there and see a course and go, oh my God, it's $10. I need to get that. I literally will see if I can research that thing myself. And if I can't, the one thing I really like about Udemy is that it's packaged in a way that I can be on the bus or a plane or traveling between places that I can literally watch it and, and do it in segments. Mm. So like what, what courses of yours have, have, done really well because of your funnels that's that's what i'm really interested in like, well what i've got yeah they um i've got a i've got a couple of internal udemy funnels they work well for me uh, but my main external marketing funnel at the moment is my udemy course creation udemy marketing funnel which is why i'm doing this blab which brings up an interesting point very quickly which is if you've got clusters of courses and it's good to have clusters of courses by the way in different topics um you've got to pick one I'm afraid you have to pick one where you put that in. But my Udemy course creation, that funnel works really well. And what you have to bear in mind is I think that's probably one of the most competitive um, niches in Udemy. I'm very late in terms of coming to the table. I, I think my Udemy course creation, because uh, I come from a video production background, and it's, it's from that aspect, and a marketing background is from that aspect. I think right. that I came on in about seven months ago, um, and it's my top-selling course. I, I don't share my revenue, but it's my top-selling course, and a lot of that's from you know my marketing funnel. I know that, and the reason I know that is because I really struggle to get any impact in search, and I also right. know which of my courses um, are organic, and I also know where my courses and where how much is from my promotion and i'll do very well on that from my own promotion so um you've got but you've got you've got to sort of concentrate on one niche if you're doing clusters of courses phil and you've got to have a few courses in that topic i think that's the key thing does that sort of answer the question yeah yeah no i mean one my, my course that i'm going to be putting on there eventually once i've got all the sections done is about brand advocacy for, for brands and i know that nobody's really doing that on there uh a brand advocate from a perspective of a member of um, a team that goes out to an event or a conference. And I've been doing that for 10 years for Nokia, Thousand Heads, uh, Crayon, a bunch of other people, very sign of stuff for them. So I'm kind of doing a big course about that. And it, it is huge because it's not just a, it's not just a sell to course. It's not a course where it's like, thank you very much for your money. Here I go now. It's, it, it really is the social side of, of doing business, the handshakes, the networking, the going to the venue, being there on behalf of the brand, et cetera, et cetera. So I was really interested about how I could use marketing funnels to talk about that. But I guess I'm the best advocate of that, really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I would just break that down into Ada, attention, interest, desire, action. You've got your action content and work backwards. You know, and obviously, Phil, because you can't, you're on, you've been online for a long time as well. You're not going to be. This isn't going to be rocket science to you. Um, yeah. I just wanted to just make sure it's really simple to people. I just wanted to pick up this is uh, by Bittersweetie. So uh, I can't see your login name there. So I think a big problem people marketing their products is asking everyone in their niche, does Facebook boosted ads work? Does Instagram work? Should we be using Twitter? Everyone will be different. Top of the funnel marketing, it always comes back to where you're going to place your funnel. Should I be using Twitter? Should I be using Facebook? Should I be using LinkedIn? Um, you know, Scott's right. I really like the bakery course. You know, I will do, uh, the, the sour bread. Scott's heard me mention that. And Teresa Greenway, if you're anywhere around, this is your course we're talking about. You know, she's done very well with that course and she makes sour bread and it amazes me. It doesn't because I know how online marketing, but she's done really well with that course and made a lot of money out of it. 
um, on sour bread on Udemy, which is completely against the grain for everything. Oh, was that a joke? Completely against the no, grain? No, that's serious. Yeah, no, no, it's a joke. Scott's saying I'm always talking about sour bread, but no, Teresa actually has a course on sour bread making that's extremely successful on Udemy. I don't even know what sour bread is, but that impresses me, you know, because I know, I know, but what she's done over the years, she's built that funnel up and now she's just popped a, a product in the bottom of that funnel and just opened the funnel up. So it's a lot of work, like you were saying earlier, Phil, you know, you've got to build it up. And that was a point I wanted to make as well. It takes six to nine months to get a funnel. Yeah. even starting to kick in. And that's why people get discouraged. You want it to really work. It's 12 to 18 months. Get to 18 months. You've got a good funnel, good product. With online digital product, now you've got some serious residual income coming in. Um, and ignore the people that did it in three months on Udemy. A lot of the time that's because they either had a massive funnel or they hit with a niche course really, really fast. Okay. If you want to yeah. succeed online, there's no shortcuts. You've got to do the work. Um yeah, so I think that answers that question is you've got to figure out where the people are that actually want to buy your product, and that can be the hardest thing, and then put the top of the funnel right there. So let me just scroll down. Um, Smart Video Inc., what is the best way, do you think, to take students from Udemy to an external funnel without transgressing Udemy terms of service? Well, the last course, you can link to other products um in the last lecture of your course so you can link out there but i would do a soft opt-in don't do a hard opt-in um although you may haven't stated that i always advise that people if you're going to send them to a page and you've got to sign up on the page if it's on the page that's fine but don't send them to a sign up through your content i think udemy will get funny about that so yes the last lecture in the course you can do that mm. Uh, William Rock, currently I'm turning my book into a Udemy lecture along with advanced stuff, loving it. Uh, it's good to see. I've been watching William's progress for a while, so that's good to see. Hopefully it's getting along sooner. Too many people put junk on Udemy. I'm not sure I'm referring to that. Don't worry about that. There are bad courses on Udemy, but that's what the review system's for. That will uh, filter that out. And I presume, Mark, you're going to do a course or announce a course for showing people how to do the uh, in blab window thing probably a good time to do it <laughs> actually if you take my if you take my udemy course creation course um <laughs> i've got a section there that can shows you how to use um xsplit to actually create a udemy course green screen and the rest of it so cool. if you want to know go and buy that course uh cell coder is that just a simple black backdrop absolutely simple black backdrop behind me scott doesn't have a funnel dave's just give him a funnel um <laughs> so scott now has a funnel so i hope you see that scott um, said, can you teach me how to make a course on how to make a course we'll we'll talk about making a course and making a course at some point yeah yeah does the funnel work on does the funnel work when using coupons or do you guys get results for full price sales we're we're, we're selling a udemy product and a udemy product is a a high to low um marketing model so you price it high and then they sell it low so when you work on the platform you're selling your product through the platform patrick that's the same you you can't sell your udemy course full price over a long period of time when udemy knocking out 10 to 19 dollars so when you sell it you've got to promote it at that thing so if you go to the page i shared earlier you'll see that link 
you'll see you can get my course for nine dollars. I've just undercut Udemy by a dollar because I know they won't go below ten dollars. So now, but I'm getting ninety-seven percent of that nine dollars if anyone buys the course. So, you know, I'm getting nine dollars rather than five dollars of the fifty percent if Udemy did it, or two dollars fifty if an affiliate sells it. So I've got to undercut them slightly or match them or be around their price point. But don't worry too much about when it comes to reducing price because everyone thinks that everyone, every Udemy student student gets a discount code. And every time there's a $10 sale, everyone, no, 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 no. They only, they're, they're very slight, they target people, but a very small segment. So when you send out a coupon code to the people in your funnel, that might be the first time they've seen a deal in on that on your course for that price. So don't worry about that. But yes, you need to be realistic about where Udemy's pricing it and match it there. Hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, Dave answered. It's best to use some kind of coupon for two reasons. Yeah, Dave, jump in. Dave Espino, you haven't done enough flabbing this week. Jump in, grab the seat. Um, <laughs> Here he comes. Yeah. He must be getting withdrawal, I'm sure. There's Dave. Hey, Dave. Hi, Dave. Had my mic turned off. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I just see you said you said in the comment, it's best to use some kind of coupon for two reasons. One, perceived discount pricing, which includes a sale, and your coupon allows to track how many sales came. Do you want to just share a bit more on that? Just for anyone who doesn't know, Dave's a very experienced Udemy instructor, successful. He's been on there a number of years. He's got some great courses on Udemy marketing and all other sorts of online marketing, online business. Um, but if you want to take that one, Dave, I'll have some water. Uh, yeah, the one of the best reasons to have a coupon is it allows you to track uh, everything that's coming through. For example, I do some YouTube marketing for my courses, and I'll put up like uh, I'll put up a playlist of the first three or four lectures of my Udemy course, and then within each playlist, I'll put an annotation and what's called a YouTube card linking to my to my uh, Udemy course, cool. and that particular. Um, annotation or that link has a you know it's a, the code that i use is yt special so i know that that sale came from youtube uh yt special so um and i do that with a lot of my courses i've done it with about 15 of my courses so far and then i just kind of lost interest in doing the rest because you know as we grow in our udemy business we we know what our core you know best selling courses are and that's what we really want to focus on hmm. so that's the first benefit is that you you know where these sales are coming from and you know it's pretty cool because i'll see uh, i'll see sales coming in from quora i'll go on to quora uh and answer questions and then I'll put in a little, uh, I sometimes will write articles on LinkedIn. Dave. Is that Phil, you know, can LinkedIn you hear me? allows us to write articles in our profile. Not a, it's not a lot of sales, it's not a flood, but every one of okay. those helps, right, over time. So I'm just the, losing so that's some, one reason uh, that allows you to track just, uh, uh, your sales, but the Phil, can other you hear reason me? Uh, is, uh, what's that? Uh, okay. What was the other reason I gave? <laughs> Who's laughing at me? Somebody's laughing at me. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just checking my thing because I've got a very I'm getting some. You two have both gone to audio, which tells me that probably I'm the one with the internet connection problems. So, but you can hear me, guys, I right? Do, yeah. Don't know if you can hear. Yeah, me. we yeah. can hear you. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was um, on a roll there. <laughs> I think you must have been coming through. It's just it broke up for me. Um, and the fact you've both gone that way is interesting. Um, no, shouldn't there's, be there's having... no live streaming uh, website app that I've seen in eight years that's managed to nail this problem down. Uh, if it's either yeah. overloaded servers or somebody sending DOS attacks to the server or something, it, nobody's nobody's managed to do that yet. Nobody's fixed that. And that's what really needs to happen for webinars and live streaming like Blab and everything really, really takes off in the mainstream because it, it it's just not, it hasn't got that level of redundancy in there just yet. I've got uh, another I, question. I found the other, re I yes, found the other reason if, you, if you'd like me to finish that up. The other one is uh, perceived discount pricing. So uh, you're out there and you're putting these, if you're putting these links in the wild, like for example, on a YouTube video, or on a LinkedIn post that you wrote, or on a Quora answer that you wrote, you know those are those are really what we call cold market. Um, that's really your probably your first introduction to that person that's reading that or viewing that on YouTube. So because it's very cold market, they don't know you that well. They don't they don't trust you yet that well because this is your first uh, their first exposure to you. You want to add some kind of a discount in there to kind of further induce the sale. So. Those are the two reasons, the uh, perceived discounting, uh, which helps to encourage people to go ahead and buy, and because you're in a cold market, and the other reason is the tracking ability, that you know where your sales are coming from. I'm just picking up a question from uh, William Rock here. I don't know if he's still on the on the thing, but he says, how many use their website to sell on Udemy? And if you do, how do you track it? Yeah, I use my website to push. I always push people through my website um, before I send them to Udemy for obvious reasons. I want the traffic. I want the newsletter sign up. Um, and, yep, you can use uh, Google Analytics. Um, the coupon codes themselves will give you some information because, as Dave said earlier, you, if you put different. I put different coupon codes up in every if – I, if I put a marketing funnel somewhere – that's, that's got a different coupon code. And trust me, that takes a lot of work sometimes. I've got 20 courses. So I know what Dave's saying earlier when he said, yeah, because I know Dave's got 30, 31. Is it 30 or 31, Dave? Courses. I'm sorry? How many courses oh, have you got? Uh, I just uh, finished my 30th one published on Udemy. So really excited about yeah. that. So when, when, when you're creating a marketing funnel, it's a lot of coupons to generate, especially if you're doing some variations, which I do. But I do it because yeah. – and then what, what do you have a thing about marketing funnels, guys? Once you've got it set up, it's automated. And that's the really mm -hmm. important part. It's automated. Mm -hmm. The attention content is where you do most of your work after that, and that's quite easy. And then the interest like this, you know, so you do attention and interest content, but the desire content, the action content, that's all automated. And then when you've got stuff on YouTube, even the interest content is automated. Or if you're in Google search, the interest, and then it's just attention content. You just got to put stuff out there every now and again, remind people, get involved in stuff like this. Um, so I'm just checking any more questions, and then we'll just go completely open. Uh, do we have to do all this funnel stuff manually, or are there off-the-shelf products that claim to do this? Any recommendations? Yeah, lead pages. Uh, it does it, but it's expensive. And in my opinion, if you, 
I've got to preface that I do actually, you know, I run an online marketing company and we've got an in-house, you know, web designer. So, um, but I just find it really easy with something like Squarespace is really simple to use to create simple marketing funnels. Lead pages are absolutely brilliant, but it is expensive. And you don't need it at the beginning. Uh, Dave, I don't know what your sort of experience with this stuff is, but I manually build all my marketing funnels. I've lost your audio, Dave. From Dave either. Yeah, we've lost your audio, Dave. Sorry about that. Oh, there you go. Um, I've got my own web designer, so we create our own, you know, top of the funnel and things like that. But one that I'm really impressed with lately is called ClickFunnels. Uh, okay. It's created by Russell Brunson, and he just created all these preset funnels, uh, and not just pages, but actual funnels all the way through, like an opt-in funnel a purchase funnel, a membership site funnel, so that you all you do is kind of plug in your content, your words, and then it all works. Uh, so it makes it really WordPress easy. plugin, Dave? No, it's its, its own uh, self-hosted program. It's very similar to lead pages. OK. Yeah, but it's okay. Cheaper? So there are some options, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it depends. You know, if, if, if you've got a little bit of coding experience, um, and it depends how busy you are, I think. Like for me, I will pay for automate, autom automation when my business scales to that level. Right. Are you with me? I won't pay for lead pages right now because it's a minimum viable product. You know, but if I'm sort of all of a sudden starting to do crazy, you know, traffic and stuff and I'm someone like, you know, Pat Flynn, <laughs> I'm going to be I'm going to be buying something decent and getting that done as quick as possible. But I build on my own stuff. So hopefully that um, and those recommendations help. Fellow Udemy instructors, how are you today? <laughs> We're all over the world, aren't we? Because I'm in Philly. Where are you, Phil? I'm in England. In, in fact, in a caravan in a field. You can't get more uh, remote than that. Really. <laughs> and Dave, 